Red red wine, you know the deal. Gotta be healthy. Red red wine. I'm, I got my margarita. Yeah, of course. I don't know why I say it like that, but it's true. I'm drinking a margarita. No, I don't have work tomorrow, so it's uh, it's hammered down. Is it like a holiday, or you just took off, or? Uh, no, it's a. Uh, hold up, hold up. Is your background uh, all the bleach girls? Dude, <laughs> that's I. I really like uh, uh, that show because the dude. Well, okay, sorry. I mean, I liked it a lot when I was in high school because he made all the dudes like ridiculously cool, and all the chicks just banging hot. Like Rangiku Matsumomo just had like the most enormous Milky Mamas yeah, I've ever like, seen. Fucking F cups. All right, so. Um, big news in the last couple weeks. There was uh, there was that beef between LeBron James and uh, the courtside Karen, as the internet has nicknamed her. Do we even need to talk about this? Um, I think people talked about it for like two days, and now I just completely forgot. I think she's just faded into irrelevancy. Uh, she, she, I think she was just trying to get some clout. Um, I don't even know like if what she claimed happened actually happened. Uh, like LeBron telling her to, you know, calling her a bitch and like sit her ass down and like there were so many fake quotes like circulating on Twitter like uh, that of what like LeBron supposedly said to her and her husband. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's like a non-factor. It's just I don't know. It's just some. Some plastic lady, you know. Have you seen, you've seen her like? Her, you called her, her plastic. Her Instagram, right? Like, uh, yeah, she's she does like a lot of uh, like fashion, makeup type stuff, you know. Um, and then all of a sudden she goes viral on the internet because she's talking all kinds of shit about LeBron James, and it's like, hold up, this whole spat started because. Uh, I think the argument started first with her husband, who is like 20 years older than she is. So uh, my question is, how rich do you think the husband is? I mean, rich enough to afford courtside seats, like season... COVID-19. Like era. season courtside seats. Yeah, during like COVID-19, you know, like during the pandemic. I don't know how, what tickets are... Bucks. Yeah, I don't know what ticket tickets are going for right now, but either way, the dude's probably loaded to be pulling a chick this young. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like this never would have happened if it wasn't the uh, the COVID era, because the stadium would be so loud that players wouldn't know or care about what the crowd was saying. They wouldn't even be able to hear it. You know. That's a good maybe, point. Maybe yeah. it was quiet enough with uh, the lack of people in the crowd that whatever he was saying actually uh, could be heard. You know. Not just by LeBron, <laughs> but by everybody. So I just wonder what the opinions were of uh, the other players, you know, hearing this go down. Like, did they think they were out of line, or did they think LeBron was out of line, or is the whole thing stupid? Because the the thing is, LeBron James, like, later on said that he didn't think that they should have been kicked out of the game. Mm, I thought he was the one kicking them out of the game. <laughs> um, I, be I believe not, I think... Actually, let me fact check that right now. LeBron says not kicked out. Because uh, LeBron says courtside Karen ejection was unnecessary. Yeah, I don't know. He's like a PR guru, so he probably, I don't know, changed the narrative at some point. Um, but, uh, I mean, to me, the bigger thing was like, him even being phased by this this lady uh i mean not to say that like all players are like impervious to heckling but i mean it's this lady's not even like a fan of basketball <laughs> she's just there because they're of her husband uh 
Yeah, I'm, I I thought the beef started because of whatever her husband was saying, though. Yeah, I guess she was defending him. Uh, whatever he was saying to LeBron. Either way, it strikes me as she's a clout chaser. And yeah. She's going to fade back into irrelevance in due time, if she hasn't already. I mean, yeah. they'll remember courtside Karen for years to come, but then people will be like, hey... You remember courtside Karen? They'll be like, yeah, that was dumb. And then just go on to the next topic because it won't really matter that much, you know? And that's exactly what we're going to do now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we're right now we're going to talk about um, the All-Star Game. Okay, so the All-Star Game is happening. It's going to happen on, I think it's... Um, hold on, let me check real quick. Because usually the All-Star Game is in February, you know? But... I think it might be March or April. I'm not sure. Um, apparently, voting is going on right now. Actually, yep. check. Has Has anyone ever like refused to go to an All Star game? Like, you get voted in, and then you're just like, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> I don't believe so. No. Um, okay, it sounds so- like that actually might happen. This is weird. Google says, I, I typed in All-Star Game 2021, and then like the little top box says Sunday, February 14th. And I know that's not right. Yeah, that's not right. That's like next week. That's like yeah. this week. <laughs> what the fuck? That's like... Yeah, I know. That's that, like... On, I'm like, uh, if it is this Sunday, I don't plan on watching it. That's like Sunday, yeah. No, no, no. It, it's, it's not. It's like, I think, April or March. Probably March. Late March. Hmm. Okay, and now I'm on Wikipedia, and it says... Uh, March 5th through the 10th, originally planned, in parentheses. Huh. Yeah. So, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with March. And, is, yeah. Uh, says, uh... Wait, I mean, where is it? Did Does it say where, where it's supposed to be? City, Indianapolis, Indiana. Oof. Yeah, no one wants to go there. Indiana? <laughs> I mean never been to indiana so i feel like it's like ohio and that's another place i wouldn't want to go so i just I would assume they're kind of like the same <laughs> yeah i wouldn't want to go go to ohio I, I assume in I, I feel like indiana like has more money and is like a little bit richer i don't know why <laughs> oh, yeah I, I don't know much about either one it's like okay look unless there's something to do and weed is legal i, I have no interest in going there yeah, so, um, well, let's see. From what I read, it seemed, yeah, LeBron, Giannis, uh, De'Aaron Fox, I think, are the ones who've openly said that the All Star game is kind of pointless this year without fans. Um, yeah, I, I got I got this little I have this clip from LeBron James himself. It lasts for a minute and 15 seconds. You want me to hit play on it? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Alright, so here we go. This is what he has to say. I'm going to turn my volume up first. Tell me if you can hear it. I have zero energy um, and zero excitement about an all-star game this year. Um, you know, I, I don't even understand why we're having an all-star game. Um, but it's the agreement that the Players Association and the league came about. Um, you know, short off-season for, for myself and my teammates was 71 days. And then coming to the season, um, you know, we were told that we were not having an all-star game. So we had a, a nice little break, um, you know, five days from the 5th to the 10th, you know, an opportunity for me to kind of recalibrate for the second half of the season, my teammates as well, some of the guys in the league. And then they, they throw an all-star game on us like this and, and just breaks that all the way up. So um, pretty much a kind of a slap in the face. Um, and, you know, we're also still dealing with a, with a pandemic. We're still deal, dealing with everything that's been going on. And we're going to bring the whole league into one city that's open. Um, so, you know, obviously um, the pandemic has absolutely nothing to do with it at this point um, when it comes to that weekend. Um, so, um, obviously, you guys can see I'm not very happy about it, but it's out of my hands. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll be there if I'm selected. Um, but um, I'll be there physically, but not mentally. Okay. I mean, he said it himself there physically but not mentally there's that thing i said a while back about how if you take a player or anybody and put them in a situation or give them a task that they don't want to do you cannot expect good results 
and it's like okay the the all-star game is like as low stakes as you can get for a regular season game and if he's going into it with even less energy how much like like how much uh, of a game can you really expect him to play it's like he's not gonna be that that's been my issue with all-star games period like you I'd say like it, it feels every time I watch an all-star game it feels like 75% of the players aren't that into it and they're just kind of chucking up shots or you know doing whatever and then there's like always one try hard Kobe <laughs> who's really taking it serious I mean he takes he takes every game seriously that that's to his credit uh, or it was to his credit yeah. and uh, yeah I, I, I don't know like I feel like this year if they were to have it um, you know guys like LeBron maybe like KD they probably wouldn't be so into it uh, you know because of everything that's going on it might be a good opportunity for like relatively unknown players to kind of showcase their skills um, like Oladipo or something or Jamal Murray or Donovan Mitchell uh, so I think they should have it uh, or you know they, they should have something like because making an all-star team like the all-star selection is kind of like a it's like a an award you know not an award but it's something that people put on their resume so to kind of yeah. like do away with that for one year that that kind of that that sucks for whoever's playing really well this year who happens to be playing well this year and you know they get voted as an all-star and they get to put on their resume and it's something you know it's it's, it's important to them it might not be important to lebron and again i'm just kind of like playing devil's advocate here I, I know he i understand where he's coming from and like other players like him like lebron yeah. and like steph curry they they make the all-star teams like every year like they've done so for like 10 years like lebron like for more than that mm-hmm. um but for guys like now who's having like a really good year like fucking uh julius randall on the knicks like I, i'm not sure if he's gonna get voted in but dude like or, or maybe i don't know like uh, Lamelo ball or something like this is like pretty awesome for them. Um, so I think they should have it uh, if for those guys' sake. But I understand where LeBron's coming from. I don't know, with all the COVID stuff and the risks. Um, so that's something to consider. Well, let's see. The state of Indiana has been on the down and down for the last uh, several weeks. Several weeks. Let me count how many days this was. Hmm. Yeah, last several weeks they've been on the down and down for uh, new daily infections. So it's not. I, I don't think it's so much about the uh, COVID pandemic. I think it's more about. He said that they had a short off season, seventy-one days. Now the normal off season runs from June to October. So that's a. Uh, not June. Yeah, June to October. So that's about four months. Yeah, but I mean, the yeah. All-Star game, they All-Star weekend is like supposed to be a break. Like they, they're not playing any serious games. Um, I get that. Yeah, but they have to fly into a new city and like, you know, be there to work, you know. And for them, playing in a game exhausting yourself that's their full-time job even if they're not exhausting themselves and exert and like you know exerting themselves to the fullest extent that they would in a real game they still have to be there and work versus going like you know going home to your family and hanging out and just decompressing during that time so it's like you're taking away precious time for r&r for this now, the, I'm, I kind of agree with what he said simply for this reason. They were told there wasn't going to be an all-star game. And now all of a sudden there is. Like, hold up. Was there or was there not supposed to be an all-star game? Oh, I did not hear that. I didn't know that they they decided to not have an all-star game at the beginning of the season. Um, that's that's what he said at the beginning of the interview. He was like, like we were told they – he said, and I quote, we were told we weren't going to have an all-star game. Mm. Now all of a sudden they said, "Okay, never mind. We are." Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, then yeah, I can see why he's he's annoyed. Um, you know, I think if he doesn't want to show up, and for anyone else, like 
I think it's fine. They shouldn't be penalized. Uh, but I think those guys who like rarely make the all-star team, I think it's a good, it's always a good uh, opportunity for them. Um, and it's something, you know, they'll look back on fondly. Uh, this is such yeah. a low stakes game. If it were like baseball where, you know, the winner of the all-star game gets home court advance to the playoffs. Then it's like, okay, cool. We, we should show up just for the sake of maybe earning something for our team later on. Especially if you're on a winning team in your conference, you know? I, I think that's kind of... Like, the way they do that in baseball, is, I think that's kind of ridiculous. Because you're relying on, like, guys who aren't who aren't your teammates to for something that's, like, incredibly important for your team. Um, like, I don't know. If you were, like, the lowest seed... If, if you're an all-star and you're on the lowest seed team and you're not making the playoffs anyway, like what incentive do you have to, to try hard for this dude on oh. the number one seed team uh, yeah, just so that he can get home court advantage? Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine that dude giving any fucks about it. But I'm, but you know, that. But that's my point. If there's like, like the all-star game, it has no stakes in it, you know? It's it's so low stakes. It doesn't matter. Like, there's no consequence for losing, you know? Other than, yeah. you know, closing the records of your team lost. That's and, it. And it's and, non-consequential. It doesn't affect your team's overall stats at all. Yeah. Like, what does it matter if they win or lose? The only I think thing- it was for, like, bragging rights, like, East Coast versus West... Or Eastern Conference versus Western Conference, but they're not even doing that anymore. Now it's like, uh... Like, um like captains the captains pick um so yeah it's like um i think i was there i was there watching the basketball and era sorry 2019 season right where like the teams were called team Giannis versus team james right yeah yeah they had that shit and and dude it's stupid because like lebron always picks like ad because you know they're they're actual teammates and then like Giannis picks like Chris Middleton so I don't know it, it, it's kind of it's it's weird I I I, I kind of I, I enjoyed the all-star games in the past more because you had guys like Kobe Dirk KG who were just the pillars of their team their city like for who had been pillars of their team and city for like years like, yes, you know, and then now you see them playing together, but I mean, not to sound like an old guy, like get off my lawn kind of shit, but it, like these days, like these guys team up with each other all the time, <laughs> like KD, yeah. Harden, like Kyrie, you know, no, LeBron, I, AD, LeBron, Kyrie, like we've we've seen them play together. It's it's nothing like nothing new, nothing crazy. You know what? You're absolutely right about that because when I was younger, I like you know I'm a Pistons fan but I was also a fan of Kevin Garnett and the Timberwolves and so seeing Kevin Garnett team up with the likes of Tim Duncan, Steve Nash Dirk Nowitzki, Yao Ming Kobe Bryant, Gary Payton Shaquille O'Neal, Sean Marion did I say Steve Nash? Steve Nash, Stephon Marbury uh, Steve Francis I said, uh, uh, yeah, Dirk. If I missed Dirk, then yeah, him too. I'm, I'm just naming the 2003 All Star game because that shit was fun to watch. You know, seeing my like my favorite player from the West teaming up with all these other awesome players. You know, to fight, not fight. That's the wrong term here. <laughs> but yeah, to see them uh, team up and play on the same team, you know, that was pretty cool. And, and yeah. plus, like a All Star game, like did you ever watch it when like they were playing? And it's and it's so low stakes that you know, like if they make a fast break, no one's running down the court to defend them, so they'll like alley oop it off the backboard to each other for like stylish dunks. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it was cool seeing like uh, KG throw the alley oop to Kobe. Or yeah, something like that. Uh, that's yeah. something you would never ever see, like never in their careers. That that would that was never gonna happen. But nowadays, like shit, like you could see, you could there's plenty of shit you could see. Like I don't know, um, like people change teams all the time, so it, it's it's not like it used to be. 
Oh, by the way, Kevin Garnett was the uh, M- MVP of that All Star game I'm mentioning, where that was the Eastern Conf or the Western Conference All uh, roster. So you know, that's cool. Yeah, I remember that one. Oh three. Oh three. That was a. That was a nice year. That was a nice year. That was a good year. That was a. Uh, was that sixth grade or? Sixth or seventh, sixth grade was my favorite year of all my grade school years, if I remember. I think that was 2002, 2003. Yeah, I think um, 2000. Yes, yeah, it was 2002 to 2003. That was sixth grade. Um, but yeah, I, I liked that year because it's like, you know, Kevin Garnett was on was uh, one of the starting five of the Western Conference uh, All-Stars along with... Uh, you know, you know who was the starting center because it wasn't Shaquille O'Neal that year. It was Yao Ming. Oh yeah, because Shaq was on in Miami. No, no, he was still on the Lakers. He was still on. He was still in LA. Um, Kobe Bryant was one of the starting five too. I don't know why they thought Steve Francis was uh, a starting point guard over Steve Nash, but whatever. Um, was that? No, I feel like Nash wasn't. He he wasn't Nash the, the way we knew him in two thousand. No, okay. He wasn't okay. Fine. He wasn't son Steve Nash, but he was still Steve Nash. But he was and, Maverick Steve Nash. Yeah, and and then uh, Kevin Garnett. Oh, I already mentioned Kevin Garnett. Paige Stoyakovic. You remember him? Oh yeah, on the Kings, right? Yes. He like he had a breakthrough season as a pretty much the Kings front man because or front man. That's like a band term. Like, he pretty much stepped up in the absence of Chris Webber from his uh, horrendous injury. Yeah. And pretty much blossomed into a, into a MVP caliber player. In yeah, fact, yeah, that year, he was a, like, he did the three point contest. I think he lost, actually. Let me fact check that real quick. Who did he lose to? Um, somebody. Dirk? Ray Allen? No, not Ray Allen. A, a bunch of nobody. A bunch of nobodies were doing it this year. I think it was like somebody from like Kyle Korver. No, not Kyle Korver. Nah, he wasn't uh, in the NBA. No, 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 no. I think he did win. Yeah, he. I think he won. He won two thousand three. Pedro won. And then he won a championship in two thousand eleven. Yeah. Yeah, I was wrong. He, he definitely... Uh, I don't know why I thought I thought someone else won. But yeah, Peja Stoyakovich won it two years in a row. Good for him. But that's the thing I liked about the NBA All-Star uh, weekend. Wasn't so much the All-Star game itself. I liked the three-point shooting contest. I liked the skills challenge. And younger me dunk really... Liked... What now? The dunk contest. Younger me really liked the dunk contest. Older me doesn't really care for it all that much. I mean, it was cool back then when, like, um, guys like Trace McGrady or Kobe did it. But now those guys don't even do it. Now it's, like, um, some random people. I don't know. Yeah. Not the All-Stars. The last time I watched a dunk contest and actually liked it was uh, when Blake Griffin was doing them and he was kicking ass. Yeah, that was like a while ago. There hasn't been any good dunk contests. I mean, not not to poo-poo those other guys. Like they they put up some really stellar dunks. It's just that uh, no one knows who they are, and you know they're not that great of players. Uh, yeah. Well, we're we're pretty old and senile, and we've seen all the fantastic dunks. So it's like if what we see doesn't really equal or isn't better than what we've seen then it's like yeah i've seen this before Nothing i mean what's his face aaron gordon and zach levine they put on a pretty good show like a couple years ago uh that was the last good dunk contest i remember i remember watching one in 2018 and the dude put on a black panther mask and did the wakandan salute to chadwick moseman may he rest in peace he was uh he was there courtside at the game and he like handed off the black panther mask to him and he put it on for his dunk and i thought we were going to see the most amazing dunk like in history and it ended up only only being okay 
Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm bored again. I, I would just, love to see Jamal Murray. Uh, let me think. Like, who who would you want to see in the dunk contest this year? I, I would love to see like Jamal Murray. Right, right now, nobody, because I don't care about it. Sorry. <laughs> it's either I would like out of the young guys, Jamal Murray, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Um, Doncic can't really dunk. No, he's he's not. Uh, he's more of a sharpshooter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess those two. I, w- I would like to see those two kind of go. I guess maybe Lamelo Ball, maybe if he's a dunker kind of guy. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, Jason I Tatum. Think, I would like to see Jason Tatum on there. You know who? What Jason Tatum did was the the skills challenge back in 2019, and he's he was amazing. He swept the competition. Like I saw that, and like Jason Tatum became one of my new favorite players like two years ago, just from watching him do the skills challenge because that dude was incredible. Yeah, dude, Jason Tatum's really good. He just he needs to be consistent. Um, like he puts up crazy good performances, and then he's like he disappears in other games. And some days, yeah, some games I'm watching him do stuff, and I'm just like, oh, dude, what are you doing? Still one of my favorite players in the league right now, though. Oh, yeah. No, same here. Um, yeah, real quick. Who are your top favorite players? Top five favorite players? Like, young players. You mean they're playing right now? Yeah. Like, how young are we talking about here? Like, younger than 30. Like younger So, no, like, Steph Curry, no Kevin Durant. Okay, well, uh... Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. He's on a trash team. What? I, the Celtics? The no, Celtics are amazing. Sorry. Okay. Different player I'm talking about now. Okay. He's on a trash team, and I'm sure he it will eventually realize that he's too good to play on this team. Kind of like Kevin Garnett did back when he played for this team. But Carl Anthony Towns. Uh yeah. He's got to get out of there. Yeah, agreed. And um, last but not least, well, not last but not least, last in the top three, Kawhi Let's Leonard. Do three. Kawhi, yeah. Kawhi Leonard is, is he younger than 30? I feel like he's... He's my age, dude. What is he, 29? He's 29. All right, you can't say Kawhi Leonard, dude. He's like... I can't say Kawhi Leonard. What? He, he's, he's like, he's like in the same... He's in the same class as like Clay Thompson, and that's like kind of this generation. I'm talking about like the new young well, players. Fine. Okay, well, fine. Then, then it's Luca. All right, boom. All right, three is good. Three is good. All right, uh, let me do my top three. Yeah, like Number- the guys I like. Uh, I was gonna say, dude, the guys I mentioned, they're like all of them are like barely old enough to drink and buy cannabis in legal states. Luca is like, how, yeah, Luca's 21. How, yeah. Co- Jason, um, Tatum, Jason Tatum's really young. I think he's also 20. I think he might be 22, 23. I, I think he's 22 because he was like 20 years old the first time I found out about him. Yeah. He's definitely one of those like one and done guys out of college. Um, oh, man. Uh, I what, said I was going to do three. All right. All right I'm going to do top three, but there's a okay. lot of good young players. Um, do top three with do top three with an honorable mention because I named four. All right, right. I named so my number one is definitely Giannis. Like people forget, dude. Giannis is like 25 years old. Um, I'm going it right now. Two times, two two time MVP, defensive player of the year. Uh, he's just oh, most like, like he's got all the accolades, man. Like he does, he's got to like develop a jump shot and some other shit, but. Like when he just goes into the lane, he's so smooth and like crafty um, and so length long. Uh, I don't know. He's he's fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, he's twenty six. Okay, he's twenty six. All right. Uh, let me see. Um, yeah, Luca. Luca Doncic is playing number two. Um, he's he's like mini LeBron. He's like a LeBron Harden hybrid. Uh, he's not athletic like LeBron, 
but he's stronger than Harden, and I think he passes better and rebounds uh, like LeBron. Um, so he's kind of like a LeBron Harden hybrid. Sure. And uh, third, huh? Yeah, I guess I could. I should say Jason Tatum. He's like Kobe reincarnated. His style, uh, just the aesthetics. He just moves like a really smooth, silky jump shot. Um, honorable mentions, though. Well, I was thinking Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is great. Um, he's like, uh, he's. People say he's like LeBron. I mean, he he's kind of like LeBron, but he doesn't shoot ever. Uh, but he does everything else really well. Like he passes really well. He rebounds really well. He plays defense. He does everything but shoot. Uh, and like just watching him play, he's he's really uh, he's really exciting to watch. And then he's having a really good season right now with uh, Doc Rivers at the head coach. Like. His defensive efficiency has uh, definitely improved since last season. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, the Sixers are steamrolling right now. Um, and... I, I actually yeah. really... I, you know what? Your your pick is totally slept on. Just because Ben Simmons isn't, like, you know, top five in the league. But he's uh, he's putting in work with that team as part of that team, you know? he he's, Dude, he's, like, one of those... He's, like, kind of like Kawhi, where his impact defensively doesn't show up on paper um but if you watch the games like he's he's doing a lot he's like uh i mean he's of course blocking shots he's intercepting passing lanes he's just playing good on ball defense um you know disrupting in the paint uh yeah and also okay so my fifth fifth honorable mention this is my last one is Jokic. um he's just He's, he's he's cold, dude. Like he's if we if we're talking about players that that are, that don't that don't crumble under pressure. Like I'm Jokic. sorry. Who did you say? Jokic, Nikola Jokic. Oh, okay. He's a uh, the center for uh, for the Nuggets. Dude, he's he's okay. having an MVP season right now. I'd, I'd say he's like top three. Uh, he's averaging a triple double. Like a twenty-six point triple double, um, and like the dude, he's the best passing big man in the league right now, and he can—he's like one of the few remaining bigs that can play with their back to the basket. Like he plays like a traditional center, but he can also play like a stretch four. Like he can play like at the three-point line. Like, um, like he's comfortable with both. Uh, he's not like Giannis, like, you know, like driving or whatever, but he's, he's like, uh, he reminds me, he's like a, like a souped up Pau Gasol. Uh, like, he's got a mid-range, he can shoot the three, he can play like, with his back to the basket. Uh, pretty solid defense, like, it's definitely improved, but it's, it's mostly his passing that's like really fucking good. Um, yeah, those are my guys. Um, you know what? This uh, uh, Nikolai Jokic, I actually, um, I mean, he is part of the big part of the reason the uh, the Nuggets had a re- reverse three stock against the Clippers last season. You know, totally slept yeah. on. Like I, he's the most consistent. Like Jamal Murray's, he can be really explosive and have his forty point games or whatever, but uh. Jokic is like just super solid. He's like the Tim Duncan. He's he's always gonna give you like twenty and ten and and like with a bunch of assists, like six seven assists. Um, and then this year he's he's giving you a triple double. You know um, what? Usually centers and just big men in general don't rack up a lot of assists, but I'm looking at this dude's assist numbers and holy cow, he's he averages seven assists a game this season. And last sub, last season, he also averaged seven assists, seven point three. In fact, like yeah. that's a uh, like, yeah. Big men usually don't get that many assists, but this dude's um, uh, you know what? 
I don't know how this dude was slipping under my radar for so long, but he's uh, wow, you're, this is dude, a good he's, pick. He's, really good. he's like the Kevin Durant of like fours or fives. He he plays within the game, within the flow of the game. And if you see him like the way he sets screens and just kind of positions himself, like, and it's like it's always it it always improves the flow of the offense. Um, like players are able to get open. And he always finds the open shooter. Uh, yeah, he, he's just really good. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch this Nikolai Jokic video right now. Oh, beautiful! He just I'm watching this highlight game from. He's uh, playing against Milwaukee right now. Oh, that was today. That was a good game. Yes, it was. He gets this beautiful uh, little hook shot. First of all, I really like the Denver Nuggets home court where it says Mile High Basketball. That's that's pretty cool. Ooh, and one, bitch. Totally <laughs> and one. 35 points, 12 rebounds, 6 of 6. Like, that's crazy, dude. Dude, and, uh... Let me start paying attention to what this guy does. He's really good. Like last year, when they were playing the Lakers, like you know Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard's like bigger than than him, and he's like trying to like, uh, kind of like psych him out and antagonize him to to get him teed up. And dude, he was like cool as hell. He just didn't bite into it. He's just like, I don't know. <laughs> he's got that like uh, Russian like just. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Um, and he's, okay, he's he's actually Serbian. If that he's Serbian, yeah, 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 my bad, my bad. But he's got that kind of like Eastern European, like uh, whatever. He's like, like nothing gets under my skin. Uh, yeah, because if you do get under this dude's skin, he'll probably just kill you. Probably. <laughs> Man, uh, dude, imagine if like somehow, like Luka Doncic. Uh, Jokic, Porzingis, yeah. they all got, they all end up on the same team somehow. Uh, we just get to see America get their asses handed to them by a bunch of European players, bro. I'd like to see it. Yeah, yeah. If it's European, you, you can throw uh, Giannis in there. Like, shit. I mean, I mean, you're... Embiid. Well, no, Embiid is not European. He's he's from Africa. Never mind. Cameroon. Like, dude, that that's pretty awesome though that the NBA has like. It's really become global and like the MVP of the last two years was not American and uh, this year like it's it's between Embiid and uh, Jokic. You know, people throw LeBron in there, but whatever. Uh, but those two guys are not American, Jokic. so. Hold up, Jokic is in the running for MVP? Yeah, for sure, he should be. Huh. The only thing that's holding him back is the their record. I think the Nuggets they don't have a, like a like the top seed. Um, so I think usually the winner of the MVP is the they come from the team with the the top seed, except for the Westbrook year. Yeah, ex exactly. It's not come from it usually comes from one of the top seeds at least. Yeah, I mean it was the Bucks the last two years. Uh, I think the Rockets were the number one seed when Harden won uh, over the Warriors. And then, yeah, Steph, like, you know, the Warriors. I think Westbrook was the weird, the, the outlier. Um, and they were just really pushing that narrative. Like, oh yeah, Westbrook without KD, he's he's averaging a triple-double even though his team's balls. <laughs> yeah. And they gave him, <laughs> they just threw him a bone and gave him the MVP. I have a question for you. What do you think of uh, Zion Williamson as far as young players go? Dude, he's, you know, he's kind of slipped under the radar. Um, but from what I've read, I, I've seen a couple of his games. He's like really efficient. Uh, like he's having the most efficient, like first 40 games or something. I, I saw some stat where he's had the most 25 point games in the first 40 games i don't know some some stat and, and the only other person on that list was like michael jordan um so you know i think he's 
he's really he's got a bright future but uh the pelicans are trash yeah they're, they're kind of bad i think that's yeah, why people don't talk about him yeah very much so i mean who do you have i mean you have zion williamson and man i feel like people talk about about, about lonzo ball more than they do about zion williamson and lonzo ball's not even that good i mean he's not dude terrible. i hate i hate he's the lonzo not- yeah that's why I got so not good enough to be talked about as much as they do. Yeah, Lonzo, his dad like made his career. <laughs> uh, like, yo, don't get me wrong. Like, Lamelo is legit. Like, if you watch Lamelo's games, it sucks that he's on the Hornets. I mean, whatever. Like, no, that's his chance. Um, but. If you watch LaMelo's game, that's what we all thought Lonzo was going to be. LaMelo, he attacks the basket, he shoots, he passes. Um, Lonzo, nah, he doesn't do any of that. I mean, neither of these guys are, like, extremely talented, you know? LaMelo's pretty talented, dude. Have you seen LaMelo's game? Um, I think he's probably going to win Rookie of the Year. Hold up, you're talking about LaMelo. LaMelo ball, right? LaMelo's the younger one who just, who's a rookie. He, he got drafted by the Hornets, and he's like, uh, I mean, like he's, right. he, he's a solid three point shooter. Okay, I mean, you're, you're right about that. It's just, you know, he was, uh, he was playing for the D League team for a couple of years there. No, no, no. You talking about LaMelo? Talking about, no, LaMelo. no, no. He was, uh, what happened was, he didn't go to college. He went to Australia. Like he been he he's been playing in Australia since like high school. Like uh, I think he didn't even I think he might have finished out high school in Australia while playing professionally. Um, so he he's kind of developed the professional chops, uh, you know, out there. Um, his his game is much better than Lonzo's. Okay. Like if you watch Lonzo, like like, dude, like I was, you know, I'm a Laker fan, and we drafted Lonzo, and what we expected Lonzo to be like the floor general, and you know he he kind of did that, but he he's not an offensive threat. He he'll he would literally like drive to the rim and he'd have an open layup, and then he would dish it. Like it, it was some of the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Um, plus, his shot was broken. Uh, he shoots really fucking weird. Uh, the only thing you could really hang your hat on with Lonzo was his defense, and his rebounding was pretty good for a guard. But even his passing, like he was hyped up for his passing, and his passing was like really flashy, but. After like halfway through the season, teams were picking up on it and they were picking off his passes. So, like his passing wasn't that great. Um, Lamelo, he's just a better, solid player. Um, he's got all the passing. He's got the the shot. He, he's got the shooting. He's not afraid to attack the basket. Um, yeah, dude, he, he he's legit. Okay, I could. Fair enough. The dude's only 19, so it's like, yeah, he's uh, he's going places for sure. I mean, 19 years old, you're not even old enough to drink yet, legally. And you're kicking this much ass. You know who else isn't old enough to drink yet? Zion Williamson. Like, if we're talking young guys. Like, these guys are like the youngest of the young that are like doing, putting in work in the league right now. Yeah. Like Zion, Yo, Williamson. Zion though. No, uh, I, I only thought of Zion Williamson because uh, one of my students at school, like, you know, the, the jerseys I see people most, or jerseys or t- like team t-shirts like, or hoodies that I see the most often, who do you think they are? I'll just tell you. It's the Lakers and the Warriors. I would say it's LeBron and Steph Curry. Um, actually, it's, the, it's uh, I, don't, I, I don't, I haven't, can't remember the last time I saw a LeBron jersey, but it's actually the Lakers and the Warriors, like in terms of like jerseys and team gear. 
that I see, those are the two most te uh, teams I see the most often. But one of my students has a new um, Monday was uh, Team Jersey Day, where like for Spirit Week at school, and so everyone wore, wore their team gear, right? And there was some, there was a one of my students had a Zion Williamson jersey, New Orleans Pelicans, Zion Williamson, and I thought, dude, that's cool. I, like you're the only person I've ever seen wear that jersey. That's awesome. I think Zion hasn't. He's the thing. He's super consistent. Like he's very efficient. He's super consistent, but he hasn't. It doesn't seem like he's like dominated the way people thought he was gonna. Uh, it's like he was so so overhyped that people kind of like. He didn't like meet those expectations, I guess. Um, but he's still putting up like crazy numbers for a, like a second year, like a rookie. Uh, but you know, yeah. the fact that the Pelicans are not winning and they have a pretty solid, like talent-wise. I mean, they're young and everything. Like they have, you know, they're they have like Ingram, Brandon Ingram's like really good. Um, I mean, Lonzo, uh, Blitzo, uh, JJ Redick. They they have a pretty solid roster on paper it's just they're not winning games um you can blame stan van gundy or whatever but uh i think people expected like lebron type production uh in terms of like or, like lebron type results like oh for the uh, sign okay I, I think it might still be a little too early in his career to start getting those you know but i definitely think he has potential Plus, I think it's cool that um, two Duke alumni are on the same team together. JJ, like, and they're both like 20 years apart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, J yeah JJ Reddick was a sharpshooter out of Duke, and this dude was a big, like, a big man out of Duke. Yeah, I think, yeah, um, I think it's too early. I think it's too early in his career for him to be putting up LeBron status numbers. I think he needs some time. That's that's all I think. That's what I think. I think his time will come. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like, like he's, he's also in the West. Like LeBron was lucky and he was in the East playing against, dude, <laughs> like, okay, okay. Like this is gonna be a, a slight tangent. This is gonna be a slight tangent, but you know, uh, hear me out. Like, you know, people, people say, oh no, LeBron carried the Cavs to the, the finals if if the Cavs didn't make the finals think about who else was making the finals people say like oh that Cavs team had no business being in the finals well guess what everybody no fucking team in the east at that time had any business being in the finals it like if they didn't make it it would have been it would have been Gilbert Arenas the Gilbert Arenas Wizards in the finals it would have been uh like the New Jersey Nets with their old ass roster in the finals. It would have been the Pistons without Ben Wallace, old ass Pistons without Ben Wallace. You know, it like it's like these like rough shot teams, like having no business being in the finals versus the West, which was like Kobe, Nash, Dirk, Duncan. Uh, so that I just wanted to put that out there. And no, when you're, you're talking about Zion. Like he's he's in a normal situation. The, the, the conferences are there's more parity. You know the older teams, they they've been playing together. They they're better. Uh, it's not the same shit that LeBron was in. He he was literally in a, a wasteland, and all you had to do was like, you, all you needed was a player of like LeBron's caliber or like Kobe's caliber or Dirk's caliber, and you would have made it to the finals. Because otherwise, it would have been like Gilbert or Arenas or something. So, I think Zion is in a normal situation. He's fine. You know, once LeBron retires, Steph retires. Uh, who else is out there? Like the Ka he might still have to fight with like Kawhi Leonard or some shit. Um, and like it'll probably be like Zion versus Luca out west uh, for like the next decade. Uh, so, I think he's fine. He's like, like he's definitely someone that the uh, 
uh, the generation younger than us is going to appeal. Like, he'll appeal to the generation younger than us because he's coming into the, to, the, to this league young, you know. And yeah, you're, you're right because the about what you were saying before, because the, the Eastern Conference historically has been weaker for the last, uh, man, how old am I again? I'm going to turn 30 tomorrow, bro. It's pretty much, yeah, and since the time, yeah, yeah, but since the time, well, thank you, but since the time I started watching basketball, you know, after Jordan's Bulls disbanded, it's just been all Western Conference, you know, just dominating, and the, and the East has won maybe, like, seven times in the last, like, 30 years, I, I, I looked it up a while ago, it's like, they've won one, like, the Eastern Conference has won a third of the time, yeah, it's not. 33% of the time the East has won. There's definitely a power balance, power imbalance here. But not only has the East only won a third of the time, but it's not uncommon for an Eastern Conference team to get into the playoffs with a losing record. Right. You said that the finals could have been Gilbert Arenas with Wizards. But you know what? If you, if the NBA Finals was like the two best teams in the league, the last few years it wouldn't have been an Eastern uh, NBA Finals between the Warriors and Cavaliers. It would have been an NBA Finals between the Houston Rockets and the Warriors because those were the two best teams in the league. Yeah. No. Whoever yeah. won that that matchup won the. That, that's how it's been for like two decades. Whoever wins the West wins the league, the championship. Sometimes we're shocked when we see the Raptors or the Pistons win the win win in the East, and it's like cool. It's cool when it happens, and when they do, they deserve it. But man, they're. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think this year? Like, do you think the West has a? Uh, do you think the West has it in the bag, or do you think um, the team in the East might take it? Because hmm. I mean, they, the the. Uh, the East is looking pretty weak sauce. Two of the teams that are in, the, like, the 7th and 8th seeds have losing records. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't think it's as bad. It's not as bad as it was no, no, the, it's 10 years ago. Bro, it's, it's um, the only the, the only teams with winning records right now in the East are the top four teams. The Pacers are even in the Hornets, Hawks, and Raptors at the 6th, 7th, and 8th seeds have losing records right now as we speak. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me look at this. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you might I, want to. See, it's, uh, it's I'm, I'm only thinking about... Um, it's pretty what? sad to see the conference be this bad. Oh, and see. the Pistons are the worst team in the East. Dang it. Uh, yeah, by, the, by the way, did you, by the way, did you hear the Pistons traded Derrick Rose? Yeah, to the Knicks, right? Yep. Ah, you know my my buddy who's the Knicks fan is gonna be so pissed. He, dude, that's the Knicks. That's the Knicks in a nutshell. They just always take on like has been players um, for mm. dumb contracts. I don't think his contract's that terrible, but you know, sounds like. Sounds like the 90s Rockets bringing in Charles Barkley and Scotty Pippen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. So we got... Ah, uh, shit, you're right, dude. All right, the Hornets, the Hawks, yeah, the Pacers, the Raptors. I mean, out west, uh, after, after the fifth seed, which is the Spurs, it's not so different. I mean, they're a little bit, they're a little bit over 500. Um, the Nuggets, the Kings, the Trailblazers, the Warriors are not even, they're, they're at exactly 500. Um, huh. Dude, what's the most surprising is the Heat. The Heat are terrible. Holy shit. I know Butler's been out, but come on, damn. I mean, the Western, Western Conference is by far the more competitive conference. It's like, you could be a good team and still not make the playoffs in the West. I don't think any team is... Um, At least you could be a mediocre team and still make the playoffs. That, that is true. That is true. I, I don't think the West teams are that 
good this year. Uh, like, yeah, Jazz, Lakers, Clippers. I'd say those guys are are good. Um, Nuggets, I think they're kind of batting below their their average right now. Blazers, you know, they're usually in there, but they're they're not like any better than they were like the last five years. They they are who they are. Um, yeah, the, the Blazers are who. Yeah, like you said it best. They are who they are. They're never going to be the best. They're never going to be the worst. They'll always get into the playoffs though because of one or two players. And it's cool to see him there. It really is. I'm a Blazers yeah, I think fan. This, this is going to change. Uh, I, I, I feel like the Warriors are going to get in. The Kings can't keep this up. Um, I, I was going to say, the teams that are going to falter the most are going to be the Rockets and the Kings. The Rockets. I, I actually hope... Oh, man, this is rough. It's either I want... I would rather see the Warriors in uh, instead of the Kings, um, but I also want to see the Rockets. I also want to see the Mavericks in. Oh man, what are they I doing? I don't think the I don't think uh, the Mavericks are getting in this year, man. <laughs> Shit. I think, I think in the end they'll come close, but they'll fall short. Oh man, yeah, no, you're right. The West is that's rough. Uh, they're all doing pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, the East is, it's like you're a shitty team, but somehow you're the seventh seed uh, or the sixth seed. Okay. <laughs> you have a losing record. You're still the sixth seed. Like, get the fuck out of here. All right. I think we should uh, wrap this up. All right. Closing remarks. Hmm. What was the last topic? NBA uh, All Star. Should it happen? Or you're talking about the differences, the generational differences in terms of both individuals and professional basketball players in terms of. Uh... Oh right, like um, their mentality. I think it all it, it's connected to the All Star game. Uh, like you know, Jordan, Kobe, those guys were on every night you know jordan played like 81 games every season uh they always thought about the fans uh not that lebron doesn't think about the fans but it seems like there's more kind of petty i don't know like work stuff going on um uh he i mean that that's to his credit though he's he's definitely got a thing outside of basketball like he's looking he's got a lot of different like projects and businesses um he doesn't see himself as just a basketball player uh so but at the same time you do at least for for me as like an old school fan i do kind of respect when when guys like just play like whenever they have the chance um and I think that's uh, that's why guys like Kobe and Jordan are global icons. Uh, and I've honestly I've asked like Japanese people, like foreigners, like they may kind of know LeBron. They like kind of know the name, like maybe they know like Tom Brady or something, but they really don't know him. Know him like like they do Jordan or Kobe because those two guys were like true ambassadors to the game because they traveled like overseas and they were really like reaching out to fans. Um, I feel like yeah. LeBron is very domestic uh, and uh, that's, you know, that's just who he is. I think we can thank Michael Jordan for transforming the game and then Kobe Bryant for filling those shows, those two real books as well, for sure. Yeah. All I gotta say is I can kind of understand a player wanting to go somewhere else to pursue opportunities because uh, it's like if you're in a place where you're putting in all this work and you're just not getting the results that you feel like you should be getting, why? And you know the the people in the front office say, 
ah, don't worry, man, we're going to get you that raise or we're going to get you that teammate or whatever. And they don't follow through on it. It's like, you know what? I'm going to go to a team that will follow through. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> oh, and also, I, I would be I wouldn't be sad if the All-Star game didn't happen. That's all. I wouldn't be sad either. I just think it's it'd be good for those players like Julius Randle or whoever who'd never make the All-Star team. That's about it. All right, all right. 